Hello, welcome to Rantomeisters. Uh, this is the place where you can rant about things that really wind you up. And we are back for another episode of Ridiculousness. Uh, and I'm pleased to say I've got another guest who wants to... People just like moaning. I don't understand people like moaning. Um, I've got my old mate James. Hello, James. Hello, mate. How you doing? Not good. Oh, I'm annoyed yeah. already. I haven't even started and I'm annoyed. Bear in mind, I've not laid eyes on you in probably about mm, a couple, well, at least, a, well, nearly a year. Last Christmas, was that when I saw you last? Yeah, coming up a year. Yeah? Yeah. I probably should explain. I have known James for a little while, but I, I, I knew of your existence before I actually met you. I think that's the same with you. Yes, yes, your, yes, your I, name was definitely brought up. I seem to recall a certain T-shirt being worn, which, um, <laughs> which piqued my interest in, in, in your in, in your person. Right. Uh, would you like to know which one it was? You might still well, have we'll, it. I, I will, but we should explain that you are married to my old housemate. <laughs> so that's how I knew you. But it's not just that you randomly yeah. saw me walking around in a T-shirt that piqued your interest. Or, or and a I'm, picture of. <laughs> and, <laughs> <be even better. laughs> yeah. and the fact that I met you on your wedding day, I think, was the first time I actually met you. Yes, the first time we actually laid eyes on each other in the flesh, as it were, was, uh, yeah. was yes, on my wedding day to your old housemate. I mean, the girl needs a medal for living with both of us voluntarily. <laughs> but we, we bonded over the fact you named your tables at your wedding after the realms in Thor, let's face it. Yes, Nor- Norse mythology. Um, if you look back at the actual table plan, certain people were placed in certain realms. Um, but like you're now mother-in-law. Uh, Oh, I can't possibly divulge any additional information on that. Um, <laughs> I know the story. I will keep still. Yes. <laughs> Anyone who knows that sort of mythology and the uh, even the MCU will know where she's ended up. Um, yes, absolutely. It was a little quiet joke that I think I might even have slipped past my now wife. <laughs> <laughs> Come on then, I'm interested now. What's this, what's this T-shirt then? Because I was, back in university days, I was known for my comedy T-shirts. Yes, yes, you were. So, um, as you probably, um, as you are aware, we, I am a bit of a, uh, a comic book fan, and uh, your T-shirt was uh, the word "nah" in brackets to the power of sixteen with a Batman <laughs> logo underneath it. Yeah. Um, I saw it. My now <laughs> my wife um, attempted to explain it to me, and I just said, "Hold on, you don't need to explain anything there." I know exactly what that is, and I, I like love this it. Human. I like this human <laughs> yeah. very much. Yeah, I mean, that formed the basis of our friendship, really, I suppose, didn't it? It, it did. Um, I know it was mentioned on the last episode as well, the uh, the um, enjoyment of wrestling um, was, was yes. brought up fairly. we talked about that as well, yeah. Yes, yeah, we, we've got a number of... You've outed yourself now as a wrestling fan. I, I, I absolutely have, and um, we might well circle back to that a little bit later <laughs> on. <laughs> Yeah, you have to excuse the coughing, by the way. My son's helpfully given me his cold, so that's made me angry enough anyway. Yeah, absolutely. Fair enough. I've, uh, I've got a nice glass of water here to um, stifle mine. You've got a straw cup. I have a plastic, all-in-plastic, reusable straw cup. Yes. Oh, you eco-warrior. I mean, again, this is an audio podcast, but I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm going to stick with my plain old um, pint glass pilfered out of the pub. Absolutely, absolutely. There are some good pint glasses out there nowadays. It's just a shame that I don't ever really frequent public houses. No, no. I mean, I would do if I could, but yeah, it's not happening these days. 
There is no life other. This is this is bad life. Yeah, absolutely. My my social circles are now um, restricted to the walk to school. Yeah, yeah oh, I have the, that joy now. Yeah, I'm watching Bluey. <laughs> That's what I, I, I tend to do. I love Louis. Louis All dads everywhere bad. strive to be bandit, and I will not hear anything against that that no, dog. No, I completely, completely agree. That big dog. <laughs> to use big a wrestling term. Furry dog. <laughs> big furry dog. Um, yeah. So I'm annoyed already. I'm annoyed because I'm feeling a bit ill this week, and I had I've got some time off at the moment, and I did the school run, and I went to do the food shopping. And that's annoyed me anyway. I mean, the, the people who go around supermarkets pushing the online shopping things, there's no speed limit on those things, I swear. No. no. no there isn't. I mean, my, and I once got run over by a mobility scooter in Tesco. <laughs> twice. And oh, oh, those things just get up. Do you know what? I, th- I reckon it was. I reckon... <laughs> <laughs> like different visits and they've gone and pimped up their mobility scooter absolutely as you probably a, should it's a, it's a version of pimp my ride i do want to see <laughs> right anyway anyway we must talk about your rants because you i mean i thought morty was on last week did a good job of some interesting rants including some he just found in car parks but yours are in depth yours are deep man yeah yeah, I've, I've, uh, I've kept some in the tank as well, so uh, now I'm going to this, this in the future. <laughs> Maybe a round table. <laughs> and I am King Arthur. I'm enjoying that analogy already. Absolutely. Can I be Lancelot? <laughs> Whatever you do at the weekend, mate, is up to you. Um, <laughs> but, you, I mean, you're, you've got quite a calm persona going on. I'm worried now by the end of this, you're going to be, I mean, Morty was losing his mind by the end of it. And he said, he kept repeating the phrase, I'm not an angry person, and I'm thinking, sat here thinking, I think you are. <laughs> yes, yeah, I've kind of, I, over time, and as I've got older, and as I've had kids, I've realised I am actually quite an angry person, and large portions of the world irritate me. But uh, <laughs> that's why I, I, I saw this, I saw this opportunity, and I grabbed it with both hands. Yeah, no, I'm more. Yeah. Well, thank, well, I mean, I'm appreciative of you taking the time to come and rent with me. It's a, it's been an interesting idea being this, and lots of people want to moan, so I'm happy. I've I've touched a nerve with people. Well, we are British. We do moaning and queuing fantastically well. Yes, yeah, so I, I, so I was picking my son up from school this afternoon, and there's a lot of mums go there. And one of them is a cue to pick him up because for whatever reason, and one of them cut in front of me and I tutted and I couldn't believe that I tutted. I hate tutting. Yeah. People are going, oh. and I, and I did it and I thought, what have I become? <laughs> I'm, that, I'm that, I'm that person. Yeah. But the woman then sort of shot a look at me as like the pure disgust. Mm. Like she's judging me for being a, a dad picking up my school, which is going to lead into your first, your first choice. Yeah, absolutely. Because I mean, it's not a job per se, but it's a good. I, I, I'm trying on these segways. I yeah. managed to link polio into charity wristbands last time. You did, you did, and and can I just say actually before we start getting into my list, I have a couple of um, comments for for your last guest, Morty. Um, which he'll be thrilled couple, about. A couple of couple of observations from, from his rants, which I thoroughly enjoyed. Um, <laughs> I would like to apologise to him unreservedly for leaving some meat uncovered the other day. Um, I will continue to do it, and I, I don't really apologise, but I would like to apologise that it irritates him. 
Um, I did it as well today, Mort. So I'm not sorry, Mort. <laughs> Uh, I am. I have been known to be guilty of a of a charity wristband, um, even as recently as uh, about three or four months ago. Um, I was Ooh. I was handed one by by my mum, and I put it on without thinking. And next thing I know, as life often does, it's six months later, and I still have it on. The writing had rubbed off. I couldn't remember what it was for, um, <laughs> but this garishly orange wristband oh, really? uh, persisted and I, I, I in the end I took it off and and I took great joy and glee in using a pair of wire cutters to destroy it um, <laughs> I assume it was made of rubber or was it made it of was, something it was it was made but of you rubber. just do wire cutters just sheer out of sheer spite on this yeah, thing it was, I was I was in the garage I was doing something <laughs> DIY and um they were just there and I thought, you I thought and you go, fuck it, hey, <laughs> let's cut yeah, it off. <laughs> absolutely, fuck it. Uh, <laughs> this thing I'm this thing I'm putting together is not going together how it should. Um and I had a moment had a moment of rage um and destroying the charity's wristband felt felt very pleasurable in that moment. I enjoyed I enjoyed mullering the uh, inanimate object. I but yeah, it was um destroying a eight inch long bit of rubber with a pair of wire cutters it was sorry i'm i'm, I'm gonna write the eight inch long bit of rubber down as a potential title i don't already. know it's uh, it's i i remember you hit i saw the saw the title of the last episode and i went i wonder where that's going to be in the episode yeah. <laughs> and it still caught me off guard wasn't ready for it no no <laughs> you see there'll be many moments like this i mean it's shamelessly ripped off in the alan davis program but I think yeah. it's funny. I mean, yeah, but yeah, we're not even twenty minutes in, mate, and we haven't even got to point one, but we've already got one title. We do, we do. So we're doing well. Come on, <laughs> point one. Let's go. All right, let's go. Um, dads in society. Well, you bamboozle me because I had that number two on your list that you sent me, so you throw me out already. Okay. <laughs> so it doesn't so, link. It doesn't link in. Oh, it does. Yeah, but yeah. As you I know, thought that's then. where you were going, so I leapt to number two, and I'll come back to number one. Because <laughs> <laughs> you were talking about being a dad in the school pickup. It's still a job being a dad. We'll start with dads because actually your comment there feeds into it. Now I can almost hear some of your listeners going, Dads in society, <sighs> big sharp intake of breath. What's he going to say? Um, it's more how they're viewed, actually, mm. um, rather than actual dads, um, the actual human being. Um, it's, the, it's the view of. I wouldn't say generally the older generations. Um, don't want to call it, throw out the words boomer yet, but, um, but it's quite often that ilk and that generation um, where dads didn't have a huge role in the day-to-day uh, running of, of either the house or the upbringing of the children. Yeah. Um, and as a, as a father yourself, I'm sure you can appreciate, as you said earlier, that you were... Uh, you, you've done the school pickup today, um, and I'm sure you've done it other times this week and, and, and the week before, since the start of the school year. Previous previous pickup requirements. Um, it's the it's the phrase, "Oh, are you babysitting?" That really irks me, and I'm using "irk" as a very polite term. "Irk" is a great word. Pressure. Yes, it is. I think. I, I think. Um, 
I think besmirch is quite another good word for that. They're besmirching the good name of dads out there. <laughs> um, yes, absolutely. But um, yeah, it's it's the fact that nothing seems to have changed in their mind, uh, and that dads still have a very non-active role. Um, so I take my children out, and I get asked if I'm babysitting, or my wife goes out on her own, and she gets asked if I'm babysitting. Um, Even when she's there as well? No, no. She goes out on her own, and she sees people. And goes, oh, it's, it's, where are the kids? Is, is dad babysitting today? No. Oh, I see. Yeah, okay. I'm with you. Yeah, it's like, no, I'm parenting my children. Yeah. I am. I'm showing them things that, in my particular set of circumstances, my wife has no interest in, in doing, so therefore can't show them as an example a um, variety of things. We, we have a very lovely little uh, routine where we go down to the local woodland. My wife sometimes comes. It's very nice my, woodland. My, my wife. My wife. <laughs> uh, some emphasis on that one, didn't I? You did a little bit, yeah. <laughs> Went for it. Um <laughs> But it's a nice, nice little thing that me and the kids do on our own quite a lot, and we just go and uh, I'm sure, I'm sure you're familiar with Frozen too. No, um, I'm not, but I'm I'm gladly not. Yeah, try try as hard as you can not to be. It's um, <laughs> it's Frozen Two, Frozen Harder. Um, <laughs> this time it's chilly. <laughs> yes, <laughs> there's a song in it called Lost in the Woods, so we play that on the way there in the car, blaring. Um, we get there. We go and get lost in the woods for anywhere between an hour and two hours. Sometimes we, oh, cool. sometimes we find a playground. Sometimes yeah. we just find mushrooms. We leave <laughs> them in the ground. We don't touch them. Yeah, well, um, yeah the kids do. But you're, they go off and play, and you're like, hey, yeah, happy yeah. day. <laughs> Sat there tripping balls. Um, <laughs> there's always that thought, that nagging thought in the back of my mind, going, oh, Susan. And Sainsbury's thinks sees this, sees this as babysitting, but she know it just yeah. irks me. Um, yeah, it's just how we are seen, really, as as dads, as yeah. as men. Um, and this is sort of yeah, could potentially become a very touchy subject, but I think it's um, for those dads out there who are who are very active, who get down and dirty with with everything, get involved. Roll around in the mud, make mud pies, build sandcastles, do all the sorts of things there. Yeah. You mentioned sandcastles. Now you mentioned sandcastles. Now I've uh, recently we went on a family holiday. I have a rule uh, whenever we go to the beach. I um, I mean we were talking before we started recording about friends, and I dig a hole, and I make sure I dig a hole. Joey and hole. You, and you, the, the Joey hole. The Joey. You've already got that reference, which is amazing. But now. <clears throat> my son does that as well, which, again, he, he could say that's something I picked up from my dad. Absolutely. And we have a place. Yeah, we go. We, we there's um, an a helicopter museum near where I live, and we go there. There's a big play area, and you can go and sit in an actual helicopter. And yeah, you always get the eyes. It's particularly if it is a weekday on the odd time I get time off from work. If it is a weekday, and people just look and think, again, to use a friend's analogy, you're the male nanny. It is annoying, but then I find I find as well. It um, what does annoy me? I mean, I mean, he's four now, but when he was a baby, you read up all the articles, you know, your wiki house and your things like that, and they always refer to the even to the baby as she. Yeah, 
and I'm thinking he's a he. I mean, this and it's just, just I mean I'm going into gender stereotyping. You know, this just could go really wrong. But even when you go in the shop and you look for clothes for your kids, and there's twenty odd mods, if you like, of girls' clothes, and then two of boys. And I'm thinking, look, I'm a, I've grown into a man, and I'm not strutting around naked. What's going on? <laughs> Lots <laughs> like of people would of... want to see that. <laughs> no, I, 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 yeah, I, I am totally with you on this. I'm looking through your list, and I'm thinking, at first glance, I can at least gr- agree with three out of five on yours. But I, yeah, I think this one, I'm absolutely with you on it. It's irritating. Yeah. We can we can obviously expand on the on the uh, whole subject of, of parental roles and parental roles in society as well, but uh, I think that's uh, that might could, might well be another topic for another day. I think that's a bit yeah that is a bit deep. I mean we are yeah this is still to it. We, we can build it. <laughs> we're starting deep and we're going into the more comedic type stuff. Um, but you can find I mean there there, there will be a funny side to this somehow. It, but it is. Well, I think the funny side to it is really the fact that it's such rubbish now, and it's 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 funny to me. Like it irks me, as I say, um, but I do also have a little chuckle of ah, I'm proving Susan wrong. Um, yeah, yeah, and, uh, yeah. Bugger off, Susan. Susan, Susan, insane. Susan can do one. Do one. <laughs> <laughs> totally in sync there. Clearly, um, Susan can do one. There we go, it's yeah. another title there. Another potential title. I'll be interested to see what comes up on, on, on my feed when it gets released. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's, I think that's that's the comedy of it, is is the fact that largely, certainly in the circles I, I roll in, um, and, and, and I'm sure the circles you roll in as well, um, we have a bit of a Venn diagram there, isn't it? So we have a, a crossover of circles. Which is, isn't that the literal definition of a Venn diagram? Well, well yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know where I was going with that. No, um, I don't know where you're going with that either. I'm intrigued. <laughs> um, but yeah, like the, the two circles we roll in and the, the, the circle we have in the middle, um, all of the dads are quite active and there are specific dad groups out there. So it's it's just fundamentally not true, which in itself is quite funny, really. Um, yeah, I, I love creating memories with my kids. I, I am very proud of the fact that I put one at the very least to bed virtually every night no i mean and as a dad you get a huge sense of pride in in that being involved and it only takes any news article yeah i mean i can't listen to news articles about your dad's at the other end of the spectrum let's let's just say that um yeah and pelted with cats um awful cats not nice cats Moggies. <laughs> No, I mean, again, I'm going to use a Family Guy reference now with Adam West and his cat launcher. I don't know if you do. Do yeah, okay. Make rest in peace. Um, yeah, God bless Adam West. God bless Adam West. Adam, Adam, we. <laughs> See, look, look, we've got we've got a really deep subject, and we're already talking about Adam West and Family Guy um, and Family Guy and and friends, and you and I could talk about that for well. Yeah, a long time. <laughs> we can we can tangent pretty. I think we've just proven we can tangent even the most serious of subjects back to something funny. I love a tangent, but no, you're right. I mean, dads. I, I do think dads get a rum deal. I mean, at the moment, my my wife, 
my wife my wife is away for a couple of days and i'm looking after the boy and that's why not that anyone could see because it's an audio podcast i have one headphone on and one headphone off so that i can hear in case he wakes up and i need to go and be a dad yeah and i will sit here and talk into the ether if you need to do that yeah you can vamp but, yeah you're right because your wife your wife is downstairs <laughs> she's downstairs she has the monitor but also at the same time again audio podcast you can't see where i'm pointing but the wall directly behind me leads into my son's room and everyone will hear it if he wakes up and that's why we sort of we are we are in hushed tones let's face it yeah, we are but it's quite nice and soothing for dulcet. a rant it's dulcet yes smooth fm that's a very <laughs> yeah, rich niche we're, not, we're also not promoting any other radio station <laughs> no ooh, ooh, absolutely oh, um, you beat me to it you bastard i was gonna go there <laughs> Magic. Um, no. Um, I yes, I'm. I totally agree. Dads in society, we get a bit of a rum deal, and us good dads like ourselves and like others. I mean, kids are our world, and so why wouldn't we treat them well and treat them with respect and teach them? That's the role of a parent is to make sure they're in a good place when we're not around. So yeah, yeah. No, I appreciate that um, times have moved on, and 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 the roles of parents have changed. Um, but attitudes need to change with them. Yeah, so all these old sods that are listening to this, well, I think they are, because they won't be able to work the bloody thing. Have a word with yourself. <laughs> yeah, have a word with yourselves. Put down the Daily Mail. Stop choking on your Werther's Originals. Are the newspapers also available? Not for people like that, they're not. Oh, yeah, well, Telegraph. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where I was going for that. Just do one. All of them could do one. Then Susan, yeah. Have a thought in your mind. Don't say it. Yeah. Think it. Fine. Think all you want. Think about flinging cats at me. Don't care. <laughs> no. Don't vocalise it. Or don't actually no. throw a cat. I like cats, but not that much. Right. I'm gonna. I am gonna move on. I'm gonna. I'm gonna take a control of your list now because you've just gone crazy with this. Yes. So Absolutely. right. James, 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 what is wrong with top 10 lists? Top 10 lists? Well, they have a place, um, generally on the internet, uh, sometimes on paper. And it's fine if you're doing a to-do list. But it's those things of those lists where you see top 10 moments of cat projection. You did not know. I'm sat there going... Aren't there many facts about cat projection? I'm sure I leave. I know at least four of them. <laughs> um, and and yeah, they're often very clickbaity headlines. Yeah. Attention grabbing. You did not know this. Or Ten life hacks you need to know. That's another subject. I'll give it to someone else. Someone else rants about life. I, I, I like a good life hack. I, I don't mind. A, I don't mind a life hack, but some of them are redundant. Oh, they are needle in a haystack, though, aren't they? Every 99, every 100 life hacks you get, 99 of them, it takes longer than the actual just doing it. Yeah. And it's often more expensive because you've got to go out and you've got to buy the things. You've got to make it. You've got to have a knowledge of how to make it. Following the YouTube video does not work. Well, I'd flip flip your analogy on its head and say it's not needle in a haystack. It is more painful than that. It's looking for a piece of hay in a stack of needles is what it is. Yeah. I like that analogy. I'm going to start using that analogy. 
I will absolutely put credit in writing to you. Right. Yes, and any 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 tweets on that subject can be <laughs> said to the show at Randomizers or to me at Witticisms of Ben. There you go, cheap plug for my Twitter pages. Boom. <laughs> right. So, are you saying that there is place for some top ten list? Because I'm sure, you, I mean, you and I are similar ages. You, you must have listened to a top ten chart back in the day, music chart. That makes sense. Top ten chart is is absolutely fine because it's based on something. Um, it's based on actual, uh, showing our age here, it's based on sales of single records. Um, of a single. Uh, <laughs> Not only streaming bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> well, now it's down. I don't really know how it's done. I think it's done on iTunes downloads now. Do you it's it's streams. It's, it's, it's all of it. It's all platforms now. It's, okay. it's crazy. I haven't listened to a top 10 uh, music chart for... <laughs> since um, since my wireless broke down <laughs> <laughs> no, i'm still waiting to fix it yeah yeah um, yeah can't find a good gramophone anywhere but do it can't, can't find good wire cutters anymore not wire they only go through rubber <laughs> well um, i found something for you that is either going to make you really laugh a lot or it's going to make you cross and i think it's probably going to be a combination of the two cross laugh so i've got here in front of me i've done my research on this list you see i've got uh the top 10 list of dumbest top 10 lists i don't know if you heard that sharp intake of breath my blood pressure just went up a few bars but at the same time i kind of went somewhere deep in my brain when i want to read that Um, (laughs) well i'm going to read it out i am going to read it out Absolutely do. Absolutely do. I'm, I'm waiting with bated breath. Because some of these, I think, again, you think, actually, I quite like to read this. <laughs> but some of these you could tell are, are clickbaity and you think, oh, no. So, um, <laughs> I've just reread the top one. and it, <laughs> the, the 10 goofiest cats that have better lives than the Chinese children who made your iPhone. Ooh. This is all on BuzzFeed, by the way, in case you want to find me. <laughs> That's a that's straight in, isn't it? That's number one. That's that is number one. That is number one. That, that should be a number six or a seven on a list. <laughs> Although it is, I suppose it depends if you're going high to low or low to high. I suppose I should be going ten to one, shouldn't I? Really? Really? Yeah. Build up. Oh, that's build number, up okay. All right. I'll, I'll reread that. I'll cut that bit out. It's fine. Um, right. Number ten. Ten cats hanging out in shoes. Can you hang out in shoes? So this is my other problem with them is they're quite subjective. I hate cats. Um, that's, yeah, that's cats or top ten lists. That's someone's opinion of whether a cat is cute or not. I might look at number three and go, oh, "No, you're number eight. But all or top ten lists, eight, all top ten lists are subjective, though. Surely, regardless. But we've just agreed that the, the charts aren't. They're based on something. Top ten list doesn't have to be subjective. Yeah, but I mean, nowadays the top ten list of charts is subjective because it's based on. That's why you get Kate Bush being number one because people watch Stranger Things. I mean, I've never watched Stranger Things, so very good. Yeah. If you like horror, and which I don't, which is probably why I haven't watched. It. <laughs> uh, right, well, number nine. Oh, this is oh, this is a weird one. Ten hedgehogs with things that look like hedgehogs. So that's not a top ten list. That's just a collection of ten. Things. I don't mind that one, and I quite like hedgehogs. But again, you'll notice if there's anything to do with animals, 
I'm kind of on board. So I quite like it. Not cats. I hate cats. I'm telling that now. I don't like cats. I'm a dog person all the way through. Yeah, I, I love dogs. Don't get me wrong. Um, a little bit needy. Well, you love dogs. Both. Yeah, both. <laughs> I need the dog's attention and the dog. You're mad. You're mad for your bitches. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Who let the dogs out? Me. Um, <laughs> you did. <laughs> That answers that old question. Uh, right, where are we? Um, I'm going to skip some of these out because, you know, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. Hey, ten pi- top 10 pictures that make you say, why isn't this everywhere yet? That's just people walking around Walmart thinking, we're really stupid. Maybe the people uh, everywhere else is. Um, yeah, that's, um, I can't. There aren't not many all, things. Not all of these are funny. I'm going to have to say, I'm going to have to skip some of these. Here. So We can't, we can't analyze everyone i think so we'll i will, do you want to read this though <laughs> <laughs> 10 this is 10 people i'm gonna wait for you to drink till i read this just in case just in case it comes up my nose because you're not expecting this it's 10 people who should have definitely died in titanic hang on mate so that means there are 10 people who didn't die well, I, can, I can imagine number one probably being rose for the door have you seen have you seen all the things about Jack could have definitely fitted on that door? It's been scientifically proven that man could have fitted on that door. Instead it happened. Got cold. Billy Zane was in that film. I'm sure he he didn't die I'm sure he escaped. It's Billy Zane's fault. Yeah, still he's a num- he's a very close second, but I still think Rose and that door, Pippet, are number one. Some of these things on this list are really dark as well. <laughs> See I I found this list I don't know, about an hour before we started recording, and I'm thinking these are really funny, and now I'm thinking, they're really not. <laughs> I mean, I don't mind it wishing ill will on cats, but there's one about puppies, and I'm not even going to read it out. I don't. No. Cats, cats are adults. Puppies I mean, are. Uh, hedgehogs are funny. I mean, th- I mean, the, the cats hanging out, I still, I'm traumatised by hanging out, the, just the phrase, hanging out in shoes. I mean, it depends what you're plopping in your shoes. Yeah. Cats, apparently. Well, then, they're, 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 is it is it they're stood on a street corner just they just nicked your shoes well, that's what i mean they're like yeah i'm just hanging out with my hobbies have you have you frequented many emphysemic cats <laughs> when you've been walking around your 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 forests dodgy dodgy forests but not smoking though you can't have an open flame in a woodland that's crazy talk even cats know that do they I don't think they do they're scheming little bastards I don't like cats you can really tell and, they, and the, the, the the amount of cat feces in my front garden from next door's cat is ridiculous I'm just going to fling at them next time I have we recently had our windows done in the house and I can now sit in my living room with a super soaker out in the front garden and if a cat comes in I will and get it yeah well what you could do is get a remote control sprinkler oh no yeah see now i'm worried about because there's a hose pipe band around here i won't get charged too much with um super soaker be all right you can always fill up the water the uh, super soaker from the bath can't you i suppose that's the, that's the environmentally friendly way of doing it or as i did the other day as i did the other day was to fill it up from the cooled down kettle because I couldn't be bothered to walk to the tap. <laughs> Sterile. Yeah. <laughs> Sterile and hard. How I like to hit my cats. Hey, <laughs> <I like> <laughs> 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 Boy, 
while they poo. Yeah, while they poo is how oh, I hit that cat. Poo. I was like, why are you pooing in your lounge? You've clearly established you're in your lounge. That's a weird turn then. In your head it did. Yeah, yeah. And now, like, now I've got the mental image. Why are you pooing in your living room? Where's my pen? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not putting that as a title. That's deep. That's, that, that's, that, that paints me in a bad light. I'm meant to be the good cop here. <laughs> right, so we go back to what we thought was going to be your number one choice. Yes. Yeah, let's skip the, let's skip the rest of the top tens. <laughs> let's get this. Yeah. I, I'm done with that list. I thought it was funny. And as I went on, I thought, this is, this is weird. <laughs> we, we went but on you can also have comedy top 10 lists, I suppose, that go nowhere. Like, yeah. what if someone put you on the spot and said, name your top 10 um, coffee-based desserts, and you'd probably then say tiramisu and then have a bit of an um, anxiety attack trying to think of anything else. Yeah, yeah. But you're going least... to come up with more coffee-based desserts now because you'll do this sort of thing, you weirdo. <laughs> I could, I could, I won't. Um, but um... Good, because you're going to hit me with a pavlova or something then. I could tell something's in your brain. Coffee cream, chocolate of some description. Uh, yeah, but no, 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 because that's just something out of Quality Street. That's not a dessert. Depends how many you eat. That's a good point. Well made. Yeah, everything's <laughs> a dessert if you eat enough of it. Five um, bags of Revels and only six coffee ones. It's a dessert. Still a dessert. It's just a dessert to the rest of the bag of Revels. I like a Revel. I don't like a coffee one though. I'm not mad on coffee in general. I don't even know why I said coffee-based desserts. It's because I only thought tiramisu. (laughs) I don't mind about those questions. And this is really coming down to the crux of the irritation. Is um, if someone asks me to name my top ten, they know, they have requested the information and they know it is subjective to me. Whereas putting it online of going, these are the top ten best coffee desserts you'll ever have okay don't tell me what they are don't tell me what my top 10 are no that's why that's that's the irritation right okay so it's not the list per se it's just the people saying these are the best ever yeah it's the arrogance the arrogance of the list Uh, saying this is definitive and i'm sat there going no no good sir (laughs) i believe you'll find in my opinion your number one is wank (laughs) I, I, that's a, that's a number seven for me, as I've said. And wouldn't even make the cut. Wouldn't even make the cut. Number eight is number two. My, my list might move around compared to what they say. And then, yes. I mean, I was recently asked on another podcast to name my top 12 chocolate bars. I say 12 because it was done in the style of Eurovision Song Contest. That's not where I was expecting that to go. No. But, but again, as someone who I don't really like chocolate, but again, it's subjective to me. And the other people on that podcast had totally different views. Yeah, and it's fine to list out four completely different top ten lists on the same subject. But it's someone to say this is the top ten best ever it's chocolate bars. Definitive. No, 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 good sir. It is. What would be your top your top chocolate bar then? As we're on this subject. My top chocolate bar is... You can give me a top three, if you like. Uh, I, I will. I will, actually. Um, a Whisper Gold. Whisper Gold, right, yeah. Uh, peanut Butter Snickers. A peanut Butter... Is that a thing? Yes, they come in little packs of three mini Snickers. And oh, little borrower Snickers. <laughs> they, are, they, are, they are naughty. 
um, and they are delicious. Um, <laughs> You're just describing me. <laughs> <laughs> Could be describing any number of the people we both know. Um, um, and, oh, a third, a third, a third. I'm, I'm quite partial to a classic Mars bar. Okay. Well, I, as I say, I was asked to pick mine, and I remember what my top three are. And mine were a little bit non-conformist, I think is probably the phrase. I mean, you've known me for quite a long time. I mean, you think I'm, I'm not I'm not your normal sort of thinker, let's face it. No, a little bit abstract, a little bit. A little, <laughs> little bit Douglas Adams, as I often refer to. That's a good, yeah. Okay, I'm up with that. That's it, all right, yeah. I'm trying to think of any Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy line. You know, when you think of that, I, think, I must think of a line and it just goes blank oh, and I've got the whale and 42 and that's about it my my go-to Douglas Adams quote and Douglas Adams's theory on flying is the ability to throw yourself at the ground and miss <laughs> very good very good favourite Douglas Adams quote of all time yeah can't go wrong really um <laughs> what was I saying <laughs> top three chocolate bars yeah oh, so my, oh, my top three I had uh, uh, three uh, Twix then yeah. uh, Drifter, which I haven't had one for a long time. See, a lot of people on the podcast go, oh, Drifter. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. my number one, number one, number one was Lion. Lion Bar. I do like a Lion Bar. Oh, Reflects no. my personality as a human. I, I, I didn't say Dime Bar. I didn't even make an armadillo joke. Oh, armadillos. Armadillos. <laughs> I've always enjoyed a peanut Lion Bar. You and your bloody nuts, honestly. <laughs> I, I love, I love nuts. You just want nuts in your mouth. Yeah, I, I love. The more nuts in my mouth, the better. <laughs> okay. Another potential title for this for the episode. I mean, this is this is gonna. I mean, this is gonna be episode three, and we're following an episode called "You Can't Mash Potato with a Moomin," which was an incredible moment in a moment of. Well, you, you know, you've listened to it, but in a moment of segue tangent, like we are in now, we were talking yeah. about top ten lists, and we're currently talking about chocolate. So, we're talk, currently talking about top threes, <laughs> top threes, because <laughs> yeah, because ten is quite frankly too many. <laughs> who who has time to eat ten chocolate bars? Quite a lot of people, I think. Uh, I'm me. <laughs> <laughs> Not all at once, though. That would be crazy talk. It's been known. You have to put your coat hanger in your mouth first. Oh, not simultaneously. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> one after the other. Okay, all right. <laughs> right, we've got to get back on track here, man. We do. We do really have to get back on track. <laughs> right, because this one is quite a biggie for me as well. <sighs> mm, yeah, I'm just reading it, looking at it, written on my notes pad over there. I think we've gone deep. We've gone sort of comedy, and now we go. We're going back down the. I'll go say we've gone back down the deep hole, but. That that's definitely going right on the list of titles. You do love a deep hole. Going back down, down the deep hole. We're going back down the deep hole. Oh dear. <laughs> that sounds like something out of Alice in Wonderland. It does. So it could be innocent, but if your mind your mind is acclimatised to that general, um, then then yes, it could also be quite filthy. <laughs> yeah, we okay. both win. Yeah, we we we're both filthy minded. Let's face it. That's again another reason why we're friends. Um, <laughs> right, jobs meaning that you can be abused by the public. Yeah, yeah. So as as 
as the majority of people our age and in and around our age will have done at some point they will have served the public in some form or fashion mm-hmm. um, and it just seems to be open season to every bad person out there yeah. to shout and scream regardless of how idiotic it is how yeah. in the wrong they are it does not matter now I've 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 worked in I've worked in um, facing jobs before, um, and there was one which was I I will classify it as semi-professional. So it's not it's not like a fully qualified job like a doctor or a lawyer. I'm nowhere near that intelligent level. The fact that I've just said I'm nowhere near that intelligent. <laughs> kind of works. Yeah. I, can, I can count a potato. <laughs> yeah, I, I, can, I can count a potato. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. That's a movie reference you haven't got. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> Where is that from? That is from a, an awful movie called The Ringer, starring uh, Johnny Knoxville. He oh. pretends to be in the Special Olympics. I think that's enough said, really. That's why. <laughs> yeah, let's leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> Cut. <laughs> Jobs that can be abused by the public, yes. Yes. So um, I've got a little list on, on my notes here. I've just waiter, bartender, um, retail assistant, or manager. Mm-hmm. You always end up being being referred back to the manager, doesn't it? Um, and I've also got Karens as well, which is um, that's a new sort of new age thing now, isn't it? it Karens. Is. It is. Everyone knows what you say. What do you mean? What do you say? I do feel for people called Karen. I know a number of people called Karen, and um, one of them went, "Yeah, no, to be fair, that's me." And I went, <laughs> "Okay." On all this, Karen. Right. Um, but I, it almost makes me go completely the other way I almost can't do enough for people when they're in sort of retail jobs and things like that yeah. and if I do have to call up somewhere and complain about something I feel really bad and I sort of go I always end up saying look I know this isn't your fault but I'm still not happy yeah um yep. can you please sort it and actually it's, it comes back to that old adage doesn't it well, you you catch more flies with honey than with vinegar um yep. I think it's very true, and it just really annoys me. I've witnessed it um, on both sides of the aisle, being a customer and being a person um, yeah. who works there. Um, and as I say, I was saying about the semi-professional job I had, um, I took I took great joy in on three separate occasions telling someone to uh, to f off. Um, and putting the phone down or telling them to get out of the shop. Never once actually reprimanded. Now, I'm not encouraging any people who work in retail to actively start telling people and their customers to, to F off. Um, Fof. <laughs> Fof. Um, but they, I, was, I was pushed too far on these occasions. And uh, yeah. I like to think of myself as quite a laid-back, chilled-out guy. Um, I think that's generally how I'm viewed by most people. So to push me that far, for me to actually uh, even raise my voice, really, and let alone actively swear at someone I don't know, um, yeah, it's pushing quite far. It's, it's always, always bugged me. Yeah, and I'm with you on that. I've been the, the, the victim of that happened to me while I've been on a customer facing or on the, on the call center I've, you know, I've done retail I'm still in sort of some face to face environments as well 
my it, yeah yeah uh, but i'm I'm with you if something has wound me up from a shop or from service or something i won't lose my rag but as you say you'll say i just need it sorted i'm, I'm not having to go you i just need this done now yeah yeah and i've had that line at me because obviously someone a colleague or whatever had done something to get under their skin and it needs sorting out at the end of the day. And if I was in that position, I, as I have been, I'd want it sorted out. So the general thought you is... You're paying for the service at the end of the day. Yeah, and I mean, I was always taught whenever, yeah, when I was sort of 16, 17, starting off in retail, but they said, you treat people as you would want to be treated. And that's just start with me. All. I mean, I'm 35 now, so it's half my life that I've had yeah. that mindset. And it does stick with you. And um, I mean, I have recently lost it with a certain Swedish furniture shop that may or may not rhyme with Schmikea, who, if you do phone up, they do have ABBA as their whole music. They, I've never, yeah. I've never had the misfortune of having to call uh, the... Well, the, I never got through to anyone. Schmikea. <laughs> it may or may not sell, sell furniture that's called Bonk. <laughs> and Dave. There's one called Dave. I'm sure there's a pan called Dave or something like that. And Billy. Can't forget the classic Billy. <laughs> abusive jobs yeah i mean my issue with this is it's now the society that we're in that uh, there's now not a job where people don't get grief and absolutely and that, i mean you you i was thinking about this sort of today before we were recording i thought if you think of a, a, a football stadium during a match but every single person in that stadium in this day and age could easily get abused just for being a fan of their are we going on to this i know but the footballers themselves for doing their job you think of the abuse that the england players got when they missed the penalties in the in the euro final you think of the abuse referees get you think of the abuse uh, you know linesmen get var blah 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 even people working on the concession stands for yeah. that same reason people getting pissed up at football games and having to go because they're not served a 18th pint or I don't know a, a hot dog in the shape of the Spurs badge I don't know I'm not a Spurs fan but still I, I don't know why I just thought what what badge could possibly be formed out of a hot dog <laughs> and I stumbled on Spurs so there you go fair enough it's long and thin I guess um, <laughs> um, but it's, it's interesting that even within what you were saying about football match um, people are even willing to shout at VAR which is a computer programme yeah, inanimate object, and yeah. still going to treat it badly. Um, I don't know the reason. I have suspicions on the reasons, but um, but I don't know the true reason why people do it. I'm sure it's not one any one reason. But uh, people even shout at ball boys. Yeah, yeah, and they're they're generally kids that are going to be potentially playing for the team in yeah six years. Yeah, it's it's bizarre. I don't understand the mentality of it. It's not. It's that if you shout at it, it's not going to do it any faster. Yeah, uh, I've actually said to people when I've been sort of comfortable in the fact that I either don't necessarily need the job anymore, um, or I'm already on my way out onto another job. Um, I have actually said that to people. But if you shout at me, it doesn't make it go any faster. If anything, I'm going to go slower. Yeah. Oh, 100 percent. 100 percent. It's. It's coming back to that thing of you catch more flies with honey. And if you just stand there and wait, it might hold you up for 30 seconds for the yeah. rest of the day. But what is 30 seconds in today's society? 
it's nothing, is it? Let's face it. Yeah, no, exactly. And if, if your if your life or your job is that important that you can't afford thirty seconds, then you should have got up earlier. That's then becomes a you problem. Yeah, I think when people are, are that wound up, there's no concept of time. No concept of time. People will say that they're queuing for something. Oh, I've been queuing here for twenty minutes or whatever. And you know for a fact they've only been there four, maybe. Or as as my son says, I've been queuing here for years. <laughs> Child, you have not. <laughs> You've been here for five minutes. <laughs> it's always the ex- kids, eh? <laughs> sort of throwing my hands out. I've been queuing here for years. Um, no, you're waiting to go to school. In here, less than thirty seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there is a, a, a famous story when uh, it's a supermarket that I used to work at uh, that quite famously a guy got uh, thrown out because he was being rude to staff because he was pissed up. They wouldn't serve him alcohol, so he went out and drove his car through the window of the supermarket. Now, that's not what I'm referring to. What I'm referring to is something I witnessed, which is obviously then the store had to be closed, and I was shielding people from coming in the store, and there was this one fella who I said, sorry, sir, the store is closed. Yeah, you'd be nice, you'd be calm. He had a hissy fit. He stamped his feet. Yeah. And I was with someone who said, if you about 10 foot up there you'll see a car sticking out of the window and you'll realise why we're closed <laughs> be full on temper tantrum being rude to us because he couldn't get in to buy his whatever he was going to get Revels <laughs> Revels yeah it's coffee flavor. <laughs> yeah he only, the, he only eats the coffee ones he throws all the others away psychopath <laughs> fascist 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 psychopath <laughs> coffee loving revel weirdo <laughs> There will be someone out there who only likes the coffee flavor rebels, and uh, quite simply, I don't know if you need them as a listener. No, no, no they can do one as well with Susan, <laughs> along with Susan. Yeah, <laughs> we could, I'm going with you. I'm, I'm, I'm going with Susan. This is, this is the name. I watched an Eddie Izzard thing the other day, and he just keeps referring to Steve, and that's his, that's his name. So I'm going Susan. Susan, no. Yeah. If anyone is listening called Susan, and you're nice. Please do tweet me. <laughs> I want to meet some nice Susans. I want to meet some up. nice Susans. That's definitely ended up. How lonely is it being the only nice Susan? That's the question I want to answer. <laughs> I'm writing that down as well. <laughs> you need to let me know how many potential titles we have. I've got six already. <laughs> right. Okay. I do agree with the top ten lists definitely, but only in the context that you say. I mean, yeah. This is the one I was I was iffy about. I thought oh, I don't know. I like a top ten sometimes, but it's the top ten. These are definitely the most important things, most important places to go before you die. No, it's not. I don't want to go to Kuala Lumpur and see some erection that some people built. Oh, building. Um. I purposely left the pause between. Some it's erection nice. and some <laughs> and Bill. Um, yeah, me. The top ten list of most important places to go before you die. One of them has to be the toilet. You can't just not go to the toilet. Surely, well, one one must be the hospital. If you want to as well. Potentially, um, <laughs> the funeral home. Which that's after though. Yeah, 
That's what you could plan. You could be, you'd be <laughs> like those people on those radio adverts. Oh, I like everyone to wear bright colours. I like dancing. I like trumpets. I love the idea of leaving a really silly list of things. But you know, yeah, I like yeah. everyone. I like everyone coming to my funeral to change their name to Graham. Yeah, legally. Yeah, <laughs> and I will have those stickers that say "Hello, my name is Graham." <laughs> and I know my cousin listens to this, and his name is Graham, so he'll be loving this. So, but no, it's uh, yeah. I could leave the longest list of really interesting things to do for people attending my funeral. The other day, dead. I don't know yeah. if you'd have one on. Oh, my, my, my mind's going crazy now with this. <laughs> tangent. I mean, I'd say, I, table, tennis, table tennis round robin comes to mind. <laughs> I would love my friends and family to do a table tennis round robin at my funeral. <laughs> no, winner takes the urn home. <laughs> yeah, and when it's presented, it has to be like vintage Paul Bearer to The Undertaker. Oh, yes! <laughs> <laughs> I've got a cold, I can't do the high pitched voice. Right, gonna move on to my favourite bit here. You ready for this? The Mr. I, I am I am ready. Now and as I said, and I was I know you listened to the last episode, there's been no expense spared on this. And I will prove it to, I'm gonna prove it to everyone who comes on this that the topics for the balls are written on the Amazon box that the balls came in with my weird handwriting on the box and my very neat handwriting on the balls. So 50 table tennis balls, 50 random topics. We've had so far we've had birds and we've had clothing. <laughs> right, I'll hold it up to the camera and you should be able to see that says 49. Yep. 49. 49 is home life. <laughs> and I've been friends with your wife for quite a long time, so I'm interested by this. <laughs> My brain is going through how badly do I want to get divorced tonight? Um <laughs> <laughs> um, the relentless amount of DIY yeah so whether you are able to buy or rent there are plenty of life hacks out there for those who rent to temporary amendments to their property it just never ends it just never ends uh, I've ended up with a garage full of tools most of which I would only ever use once or twice. Um, now I love I love DIY. Let me preface all of this with I love DIY. I love the idea of DIY. The actual doing is sweaty, it's dusty, um, frustrating. Describing multiple aspects of home life, there really couldn't I? Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, and it's just you do one thing, you stand back and you go, "Well, that made that's made that look crap." Now I'm going to go and do that. You should work your way round the whole ha- the whole house with a paintbrush and a drill. Yep. Um, so I've I've been off the last couple of weeks um, doing some DIY um, because we we bought a fixer up. Um, yeah, I was going to say you have taken on quite a renovation project. Let's face it, we have we have we've been here just over eighteen months. Um, and, and we've made progress we've made some good progress um, but in that time I've decorated the room I'm sat in at the moment um, and I recently spent four days prepping and painting one door frame a door frame 
because I am determined to do it properly. So it's um, going to be the best looking door frame in the whole. <laughs> in the whole village. <laughs> it, it is a good looking. Um, and I've done other things whilst I've been waiting for things to dry, um, but largely it's been painting doors. Um, but that was a pain. <sighs> lots of pains in it. I tell you. Um, but yeah, it's it's just never ending. And I look at something and I go, oh, okay, that's not going to be too bad to fix or to to repair or fix and repair are the same thing or replace the word I meant. Um, and everything costs four times what you think it's going to. Yeah. Um, so yeah, our garden was a beautiful garden, absolutely beautiful. If you were eighty. Um, it was it was it was literally a death trap if you had toddlers, um, and so we started trying to take it back ourselves, and we just couldn't dedicate the time to it really, or the knowledge. Um, we are not gardeners, and so in the end, we we had a recommendation from a neighbour to get our hedges removed. We then exposed a very old and rotten fence that was a security issue with toddlers. Yeah. So we then had to pay to have that fixed. Um, and whilst we were there, we were just sort of asking, oh, do you know anyone, the, vet, the garden vets, do you know anyone who, who would be able to give us a quote just to know what we were working with in terms of landscape in the garden? And, and within three weeks, we were having the garden landscapes. So this thing of, I started cutting back a hedge, and next thing I know, I've spent thousands of pounds. Yeah. It was all in the budget. We, we had the money. There was no problem with it. Um, we bought a fixer up, and we know we're going to spend money. But it's just those instances that just snowball. It's a, and, it's a, all oh, this escalated quickly sort of moment. Yeah, yeah. And I did actually sit back at one point and go, "This has escalated." Yeah. Way beyond what I thought it was going to. <laughs> yeah. And in the space of about six weeks as well. Um, certainly, even the older I get, not just being an adult, the older I get, time just disappears. We have a different perception of time to our kids and so yeah six weeks felt like a week really and so in my brain looking back in the space of a week i had my hedges pulled down but the fence replaced and i've had my garden landscaped you go and cut one hedge (laughs) (laughs) um so it's it's not really an irritation because i i i I really enjoy my garden and um but it's an irritation how you got to that from one point to the other yeah, yeah, because I was, I was getting ready to finish off upstairs and, and sort of get some carpet through, and that all went out the window. We've got to reset now for that. I think COVID has done that, though, because when you think COVID lasted for, well, over two years, let's face it. I mean, it's, yeah. but it's mad to think that two years is just feels like it's just flown. And that's, that's that I think that, that's done that aspect. But you're right with things spiralling. I mean, we had... But we had high winds a couple of years ago, blew our fences down. But in the same winds, roof tiles came off, which took out the guttering, which led to an issue with the drains, which led to an issue with the lawn. And yeah, you're right. You think, wow, I'm I'm making it rain, but all for all the wrong reasons. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, and it's it's that thing of you start doing something and it costs you know, oh, this is gonna cost like fifty quid. Which is yeah. which is um if you if you know you're going to do it, you can plan it and budget it and all the rest of it and it's like okay it cost me 50 quid next thing you know you spent four or five hundred pound <laughs> we just had our 
uh, sort of our hallway and stairways repainted, and um, just due to work we couldn't do it. So we've we've had a little man come in to do it. Yeah, he's the sort of he's yeah. I, I couldn't trust myself up a tiny little step ladder, let alone the ladders with my stupidly high ceilings on my uh, stairway. But he was sort of of the old school variety that it would be here for a day. You pay him hundred pound a day, but you buy the materials. I had to go buy some paint. The I swear I've got. I mean, I can see it from here. I've got four tins of paint. I mean, that was a hundred quid. Yeah, it's liquid gold. I mean, it's blue, but it's liquid gold. I mean, what is it? Um, Yeah, we got someone to do. We got a decorator in to do our our staircase, our stair void, um, because I didn't fancy creating some sort of scaffolding contraption. So I thought I'll just I'll just pay someone to do it. It's the one part of the house I was like, no, don't fancy it. Yeah. Um, And I looked up the paint. And I wish I hadn't, because I was like, this is this is really good stuff. It's scrubbable, perfect for toddlers. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the the tin, that one tin of paint was £120. I nearly spat out my morning cornflakes. Out of every orifice I've been done. Yeah, yeah, involuntarily. You don't protect our ear cornflakes. Oh, man, yeah. that's a title. That's seeping out of an ear hole. <laughs> projectile ear cornflakes i like that that was winning i mean that i think of the two the ones i've got i think my favorite so far are projectile ear cornflakes and susan can do one <laughs> they're my favorite so far sounds like a should be a song <laughs> yes sung by the beatles this, this is it we're meant to be ranting and i'm on a tangent now and i'm about to sing a song that was in a film it was in ace ventura with uh, everyone loves the slinky i love those films Knows us, Susan. <laughs> it's a it's a it's a classic song. Right, yeah. we've I think we've got we've 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 gone <laughs> far away from our subject matter. Let's face it, we're talking about Ace Venture. Ace Venture instead of Home Life. <laughs> no, I think you've covered Home. I mean, the the, the DIY thing. I'm, I think you've done that very well. Um, and I've protected my. Yeah, you you can be married for a little bit longer. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, your wife. My wife. Uh, you've not offended your wife. Um, you've just talked about your oversized bush. Yes. I think. We, should we should we move on? Let's move swiftly on. So this next one is it's an interesting one, and it's one that I've had experience of literally in the last three days. Ooh. Oh, movie trailers and not featuring shots that are in the film. Yeah. I uh, I sat through. I say I sat through. I actually quite enjoyed it, even though it was a movie that's got iffy reviews. Lightyear. I haven't been able to see it all the way through because I have toddlers. Um, I, I well, yeah, enjoyed what I've seen. Yes. So, I mean, my son and your son are. I mean, there's what three months between. Uh, yeah. Two months. There you go. So my son sat all the way through it. I loved it. He wanted to, he thought from the, it was on Disney Plus and we saw the image come up and he went, oh, it looks a bit scary. So I said, right, do you want to watch the trailer first to make sure you see if it's all right, see if you like the look of it? Sensible logic, I thought. The, the trailer for Lightyear, it, I mean, it's very good. It does depict what happens in the film, but it, it twists it. It, it twists it. So it splices bits from part of the movie into other parts of the movie. So actually, what you see in the trailer isn't what's in the film. No, it's a false promise. And I know that you and I are both Marvel fans. I'm totally hijacking your rant, by the way, because this is the one that I think I could really get on board with this one. 
<laughs> there are many Marvel films that do exactly the same. But the, big, the biggest Marvel one, well, there's two big Marvel ones for me. The latest Spider-Man, where there was a shot in the trailer of Peter Parker, anyone who has seen the film, Peter One, leaping across his scaffolding to fight some baddies. Yeah. Baddies are all in the film. We knew the baddies were in the film. Not a problem at all. I don't actually mind this one because they were keeping a big surprise of the film secret by actually yeah. removing I'm about to completely spoil Spider-Man for anyone who hasn't seen it I apologise it, it was out last year you're fine yeah but the other Spider-Man from other movies are in it so Andrew Garfield Tobey Maguire and they removed them digitally from the photos from the, from the photos from the trailer shot yeah now I I go on deep dives with stuff, and so you, they didn't quite remove Andrew Garfield kicking his baddie. So his baddie still moved as if he'd been kicked. It's nice. like, well, there's quite clearly someone else there. I don't necessarily mind that type of thing, because you're keeping a surprise. In uh, Marvel's Infinity War, they had a shot where all of the heroes are running towards the screen, Captain America at the front, and you've got all of the heroes there. And you've got the Incredible Hulk, front and centre. Yeah. yeah. He is not in that film. He's he is, just, but not in that form, yeah. He's in it for like two minutes. Uh, other than that, he's not there at all. He's the, the Incredible Hulk does not appear in that final battle sequence. No. Um, but again, like even within that trailer, they showed Thanos coming through the portal and they removed some of the Infinity Stones. It's gone there. I don't mind that because you then you don't know where in the film that is. Yeah. Don't necessarily mind that. But the biggest the biggest culprit of this for me in recent times was Star Wars Rogue One. Mm-hmm. They had seven or eight shots in the the last trailer that was released. So we're talking four or five weeks from release date. They had seven or eight sequence shots that were in the trailer that were just not in the film. Like, nowhere to be seen. Different, different film. And that, to me, is just false advertising. Because mm. I went into that film expecting to see a TIE fighter rise up to meet Gina Erso on the tower on Scarif. And it, I was sat there waiting for it. I was like, I want to see that shot. I want to see what leads up to that and then what comes from it never happened and I'm just sort of sad and I just felt a bit deflated at the end again I just felt felt like I'd been kind of lied to but in the worst possible way whereas the Spider-Man one don't mind lie, lie to me with that regard absolutely you're keeping surprises from me um, but that shot whilst doctored was still in the film I can understand that if it's so long as it's in the final product. Yeah. But so shots from various films all through history. Yeah. Just never appear in films. Yeah. So I've, I mean, I have found another list, which I will go through in a minute, but um, yeah, you say about things sort of intentionally missing from certain shots. Like there is, and I'll go Marvel again, but um, end game mm-hmm. when they're, going into their time machine in their little white suits bless them yep. and they're all marching into the in line to this machine and there's a gap and someone should be there turns out everyone's thinking oh it's so and so but that was where 
Ant-Man. Yes. Yes. And no one knew that at that time you 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 know where Ant-Man was going to be in that movie. So that made that again that made sense as a exclusion, if you like. But no, and I'm with you. I mean, Spider-Man as a whole as a franchise is incredibly guilty of missing stuff like that. I mean, I've got the list here. Some of these lists here of. I'd, it's not a top ten, don't worry. It's just thirty scenes from trailers that never appeared in in the movie. I mean, the Incredible Hulk's on the X Men, Armageddon. Ooh. The one that really stuck me, which is actually one of my favourite movies, which I didn't, I couldn't even remember seeing the trailer for it, is uh, Point Break. I love Point Break. Trailer set. I'm gonna. Uh, I'll read this to myself first, as, as my whole top ten list thing didn't go down very well. <laughs> Okay, yeah, so there's a scene in the Point Break trailer that basically is Johnny Utah correcting a superior who asks if he thinks federal taxpayers would like like it that he's being paid to surf and pick up girls. And he calls the FBI agent babes. <laughs> I'm just like, and that wasn't in the, that wasn't in the movie. I think, you know, the, it, through history, there are... Uh, I mean, I get it with the new the new films with to avoid spoilers and leaks and, and whatever, but yeah, you don't do it as an insult to intelligence, do you? It's... No, and and there are there are people out there, there are actors out there who have filmed entire series of scenes that just end up on the cutting room floor. Like I understand yeah. that, but to put that into a trailer and then completely cut it, dick move, because you're misleading your audience. Whilst we're on the topic of films, you've never seen Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> no, I've never seen Shawshank Redemption. I don't know what happens. Now, see, now this is going to lead into a, a, an admission on my part, which you're probably going to hate me for. But again, I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> but but if like a movie, if a movie comes, I very rarely these days will go and see a movie as soon as it comes out. Mm-hmm. Um, just due to ticket prices, just due to streaming. But I will find out what happens in the movie before watching it. Now, whether that's like a spoiler paradox in itself. I don't know, but like, obviously I'm a Marvel fan, so Infinity War, I knew who died before I watched it. Yeah. Because sometimes, I didn't want to be disappointed. Yeah, no, absolutely. Sometimes if I can't get to a film, um, sort of opening night or within the first couple of, day, couple of days, I will do that. Um, because I, I feel like I'm then in control of the spoiling, and I will be yeah. spoiled regardless. So I like to be in control of how I'm spoiled. And if I go onto Wikipedia and look it up, then that's my business. Um, yes, I mean, I haven't, I haven't watched the latest Spider-Man film, but I knew that the three Spider-Men were back. So, yeah, because I read about it. Plus, it makes so, me look super duper smart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but I, I really only ever go to the cinema now to see Marvel or Star Wars. Everything else, yeah. I'm happy to wait and be spoiled on whatever. Oh, oh, see now, I was I was told off last week for living the life of Riley because I put cheese in a box. Do you shop at Waitrose? I bet you shop at Waitrose sometimes. I've I've been known to frequent a certain. I, I knew it. Sometimes one just needs caviar. <laughs> no, I we do we do go into we have a massive Waitrose and John Lewis near us, and so I, I if I need something desperately, I'll pop in there and swallow the fact that I'm going to pay like four quid extra. <laughs> for a box of cornflakes that'll come right. out your ears. <laughs> um, um, yeah, it's um, been known to frequent the the tros, the, the, the posh supermarket. Uh, Get onto this. 
don't know. We were talking about trailers. Yeah. <laughs> but then the, the, the switch side of it is as well that films that where they have the funniest parts in the trailers and all the rest is vile. Again, Spider-Man, very, very guilty of showing the best bits. I know the first the first film I remember thinking that it was guilty of that was um, Johnny English. Yeah, comedies are terrible for it. Yeah, and this goes back to my hatred of John Malkovich as well because he's in that. But I mean, there was it's basically Roman Atkinson falling over and Ben Miller crawling up a pipe of poo, and mm. that's it really. Yeah, yeah. Then it's John Malkovich looking a bit like. Rich O'Brien's character from Rocky Horror. It's, you know, it's... See, I, I I was shouting at my podcast the other, the other day, listening to to your last episode, um, <laughs> John Malkovich, Conair. Yeah, I don't like Conair. I love Conair. No, I don't well, like Conair. John Malkovich is also in that. Um, yeah, I've, the thing is, I was trying to think because you, if you could have, again, it's an audio podcast, but if you could have seen Morty's reaction when I said John Malkovich, I'm going to pull the face for you now. It's just like. <laughs> And the first, I mean, when you think that, you think that there's a film called Being John Malkovich. He literally has a, an actual film named after him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, don't like him, creepy little bastard. He's not little either, he's quite big, I think, isn't he? I think he's, yeah, I think he's over six foot. Yeah. But, I no, yeah, that, that's my hatred of John Malkovich. Again, he was one of the stupid parts of Johnny English that wasn't in the trailer. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it just it, it, it really grinds my gears. Um, but then there are films, there are films that the synopsis is, and the plot is so basic that all you need to do is watch the trailer or even just to read the title, like Free Willy. You know what's going to happen. On, snakes on a plane. I love that. Film. It does exactly what it says on the tin. Have you? Uh, are you aware of? This does link into that film. We're just saying, are you aware of a, a bedtime story called Go the Fuck to Sleep? <laughs> You do know who reads the audiobook version of that, right? Is it Samuel L. Jackson? It is Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> I think I've seen a brief video clip of that show made, a brief YouTube video uh, of Samuel L. Jackson reading that, and yeah. it was as glorious as it sounds. Yeah, everyone needs to check it out. <laughs> but he's got he's got a wonderful voice anyway, and just <laughs> the level of swearing that comes out of that man. <laughs> is is something to behold. So you know, I could easily say more films that I haven't watched that would just make you dislike me. But I think I think we need to do a round table that we have not us as a group have not seen and see how many match up and yeah. actually how shocked we all are about Should it. Should we do a top ten? <laughs> We can do a top ten because there's a process and there's data collection at the end. Oh, oh, you can do a PowerPoint. I I literally have not seen these films, and you have not seen those films. There's no, there's no subjectiveness to it. It's not. I may have seen this film. (laughs) Well, that's our Christmas me. I'm sorted. (laughs) Absolutely, absolutely. Podcasting over over a lovely Christmas dinner. going back to what I've written here but there, so yeah what I've written here as well is that scenes that purposely aren't in trailers because of their importance to the film now I've written two examples of scenes that really really got me in the feels 
really got me in the feels. One you're going to laugh at me at, one you're really not. One that always gets me, for a good reason. I'm At the moment, I've got a Playmobil ladder in my hand because it's just nearby and I've grabbed it for some reason. And I'm flinging it in your direction because this is emphatic here. Avengers Endgame, when everyone comes back mm-hmm. and all the portals open and they all start fighting. Oh, that, 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 that hits me there, that does. That's, that's, that's the cinema, cinematic moment of our lives. In my opinion. Well, I'm gonna yeah, yes, but I'm gonna raise it a little bit. Toy Story three. <laughs> oh no. Toy Story three with the furnace. No. Yeah, see. Every time. Yeah. It gets you, and that can't be in it. That that scene like that. I'm you're having emotional flashbacks on this video at the moment. I can tell. But a scene like that can't be in a trailer. No. No. A, a it's the climax of the film. Yeah. Uh, you could, I mean, you could allude to it. Yeah. Like, yeah. imagine if the Toy Story 3 trailer had just a picture of fire. No other context to it. I, 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 think, you'd, I think you'd put people off going to see it. Because they'd be like, no, I'm not ready for this emotional hit. But I'm, I'm sat here now. I, I am feeling very emotional about thinking. Sorry. <laughs> when they all reach for each other's hands. And they just accept their fate. And I'm just like... Yeah. That's just, yeah. I will say, going back, go, let's go full circle on this, right? Lightyear is a very good movie. <laughs> I enjoyed I, I, it. I will sit down and watch it. <laughs> I enjoyed it knowing that Captain America is actually now Buzz Lightyear as well. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like Chris Evans. <laughs> just blanket thing. I like Chris Evans. Right. We've been on here an hour and a half. We better go on your final one, mate. Yes, we better add. Uh, this has so many levels to it. I'll let you do your thing and introduce it. This has so many levels to it. Much of what we've already spoken about, let's face it. Yeah, absolutely. So um, my my biggest pet peeve or biggest... Your boiling point. A boiling point. Yeah, that's it. Use that last one. I'm going to use that again. I'm going to use that for the final one. Your boiling point. Yeah, what's your boiling point? I like it. Um, it's toxic fandom. Um, and this seems to be a relatively modern phenomena. I know people have been dicks about movies since there have been movies but it just seems to be seeping into every corner with every fandom going at the moment so the big ones are big big hitters are people just non-stop criticizing and literally having nothing good to say about any of the latest marvel products mm-hmm. not even trying to look for the good stuff People making entire YouTube channels dedicated to what they've now dubbed it as the MCU because there are lots of female characters in it. It doesn't matter. Those characters are female in the comics. They are not deviating from source material, etc., etc., etc. There is absolutely nothing wrong. Largely enjoyed Phase 4 of the MCU. And I hope it continues on the same trajectory. I'm very excited about where it is going. Star Wars has always been a bit gatekeepy about it it's like well you're not a real star wars fan unless you read the expanded universe and then disney turned around and went yeah all of that not canon doesn't matter we're ignoring everything i got annoyed when that happened because i'd invested so much time into those books but then i sat back and thought actually no they can still be enjoyable and they can just be a little side canon the official canon doesn't actually matter um, and I will like what I like, and I will dislike what I dislike. And I will shout about the good 
from the rooftops. I know I sort of used Rogue One as a as a, a critical critical eye on it, but that was more that was more being misled going into the film. Rogue One is one of my favourite films. Oh, uh, it's, it's an excellent film. Excellent film. Fantastic film. I've recently been working my way through a lot of the canon Disney-backed um, novels and audiobooks and audio dramas and things, and they're largely fantastic. There's been a few which I've been like, oh, I guess that was, might have been a little bit of a waste of money. But I don't feel the need to then go online and go, this is rubbish, this is a piece of crap or whatever. I just go, oh, okay, it wasn't for me. You alluded to it earlier with football. Football fans, mm-hmm. um, incredibly tribal, and there are genuinely people out there that if their team lose, eleven hugely rich strangers, if they don't do their job well on a Saturday, that person's weekend, most of the following week is ruined. I just find it a bit sad. If I'm perfectly honest, it's um, you put that much requirement for validation into other people. It's disappointing, really, and you then take it out on other people. And Britain is very known for its football hooliganism, um, yeah. especially in the in the in the in the not too distant past. Um, and even today, there's still a problem with it. And people people use it as an excuse. Let's be honest; those those people who do that aren't real fans. No, no, particularly yeah. when they're hiding on social media and doing it that way, and. Yeah. trolling and, and, and whatever. It, yeah. Yeah. And with things like Star Wars, uh, Marvel, DC split, completely split fan base. But it's okay to have a split fan base so long as you're not yeah. fighting each other. No one <sighs> celebrating that these products are being made. 10, well, not 10 years ago, 20 years ago, the closest we got to a Marvel film was the Sam Raimi Spider-Mans, which whilst good, have not held up. And we had, what else did we have? We had a bunch of weird stuff in the 90s. We had a Nick Fury movie. We had a load of Batman. Yeah, and then we, I mean, we can talk about Howard the Duck. We had Howard the Duck, absolutely. We had some old Superman films. We had the, the weird Japanese Spider-Man. And I think for the first 10 years of the MCU, certainly, everyone was holding it up as some, it was like the second coming. Of whatever dare to you follow. Um, yeah, I mean, you've gone from you, there was the the Ang Lee Hulk film, wasn't there, and then the Fantastic Four. Yeah, and then all the, then Iron Man rocked up, and that was it, and they were away. Yeah, Iron Man and uh, just before that, just before that, you had Batman Begins. That revolutionised that franchise as well. From there, absolutely, absolutely controversial opinion. Batman Begins is the best film of that series. No, no, I, I agree on that. Yeah, um, but again, I'm not. I'm not going to go online and argue with people about that. If no. you think Dark Knight is the best film, best comic book film ever made, great, more power to you. Yeah, found something to love, and it goes. It goes both ways with people looking into fandoms as well. And you go WWE. The amount of times anyone hears you're a pro wrestling fan, what's the first question they ask you? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I'm sat there going, "Yes, Susan. Yes, I know it's fake. Sorry, (laughs) Susan's taking a pounding this 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 conversation, isn't she? Um, Lucky Susan. (laughs) 
No, but you're, but you're right. I, yeah, sorry, I've thrown you out completely. But the thing, you, Marvel and DC, and and with wrestling, you know, you got WWE, you got AEW. It's okay to like both. Yeah, it's and, and actually, I I don't mind AEW. Let's go. Let's go down the WWE AEW route for a second. Okay, I'm a, I'm a WWE guy. Yep. The way I've actually often explained to people is, it's my standards. It's completely soap opera. It's yeah. not actually about the matches, the whatever you want to call it. It's not about that. It's all the storyline that goes into it. And if you get a good match out of it at the end, fantastic. AEW is often seen as like the true wrestling fans promotion because they're they're nitty and gritty and they're, they're taking they're still an indie company. They're not. They are a very good wrestling company with a lot of very big names. Let's all just celebrate the fact that there is competition. Yeah. yeah. For the first time in over two decades. So. Yeah. Yeah. Competition makes everyone better. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm, as I say, I like wrestling. It, it doesn't bother me. I, I don't really watch it as much. But it's the people who say, oh, you can't like wrestling if you like WWE. Yeah. I mean, you, you can. Not and then, but there's, but then there's people who say, "Oh, but you like WWE and AEW. You don't like New Japan." I'm thinking, well, I'm yeah. not going to watch everything. I just like if there's a good match, I'll watch it. If there's a good yeah. storytelling, I'll watch it. It doesn't matter to me. And I will happily go and sit and Mar- see a Marvel movie. Mm. I will go and see a DC movie if if it's again if the trailer says that I like the look of it, even if things are deleted from it. Yeah, it's the people who so presumptive they think oh yeah you like this so you it's, it's just schoolyard stuff it is and i think i think uh, the internet's got a lot to blame for that um but i think also it, as i say it really ramped up in the last two years i think yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, that might be me mis- misjudging times again uh, it might be six years but yeah there's there's just so much anger out there it's certainly become more prevalent in the last couple of years. Yeah. And people are determined to hate something like this. They, they, they review bomb stuff now. now I, I have a, as we discussed earlier, I, you don't like horror. No. Fine, fine, no problem at all. I do. Um, and I have a rule. Any horror film I'm going to watch, I go onto IMDb, and if it is rated five or higher, no. I will I'll give it a go. If it's rated below five, I won't. Okay. Otherwise, they are. Horror is never rated highly, so you've got to give it a slightly lower tolerance. But there is some, there is some crap horror films out there. <laughs> I remember... Oh, I'll tell you about a crap horror film, which is probably one I... Oh, it's just going back quite a while. I can't remember the name of it now. I want to say it was called Creep. Oh, and the, it's set the on the London Underground. Yeah. Right. Yeah, Craig. Why have we just been building up the whole time to a baddie called Craig? <laughs> the principle of the film was very good. To build up and have the baddie called Craig. I mean, as we're talking, I'm logging on to IMDb to see what rating creep was. <laughs> I'm intrigued now. There you go. 2004 it came out. Oh, okay. Blimey. 
See again, I would have seen now. Better. See, no, you'd be well, well go then. Get guess me a score. I can see the rating here on IMDb. I don't want you to cheat here. Uh, no, I've, I've just started typing and I will stop. I, I have not seen it. Um, I would say five and a half. You, you're pretty much on the nose there. 5.6. Craig, I, though, Craig is not a name for a villain. It's not. <sighs> it's sort of you know, the only people. You have to give them a really posh surname, and they're the sort of baddies you see in cheesy Bond films that are the head of a company. Craig Prendergast, who owns... Oh, I can't even think of a company name. I was going to think of <laughs> Maleficent, but that's a film on its own. <laughs> yeah, We're digressing a bit again, aren't we? We are, we are. But you're right with Toxic Fandom. It's, it's everywhere now, and as you say, I mean, again, going back to the, like, the English football... Euro finals. If you can be so involved with your team that when that team loses, you resort to that sort of behaviour against your own team, you're not a fan. You're a criminal. Yeah. And that's what our society has descended into with some of this mad stuff that's going on. Yeah. And kind of making light about it, making it about films and and Marvel and Star Wars and things. But there, there are some, there are dangers out there with it. Like you just said, like the Euro finals, the abuse those players got missing a kick, which I mean, it happens. It's a penalty shootout is a game of chance. Let's face yeah. it. Yeah. Next tournament, I hope they go one step further and lift it. But we have done that team has done something. Say we, because it's always the royal we, isn't it? <laughs> I'm, I'm on that pitch with them, um, emotionally, mentally, I am anyway. Yeah, next time round, I hope we go the distance. See you next year. We're in with a chance next year. If we sign these these players into these positions, we'll be better than we were. And for every person with that pragmatic approach, there's one dickhead who flows throws a flare, or there's yeah. or says that does something on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it's it's the it's the wild west of the internet that is yeah. the anonymity of it, and it's it annoys me because it actually then portrays badly on me as a fan of that thing. And people people say, oh, what do you think? Do you hate this product? Well, I'm saying, yeah. why have we started with hate? Just ask me what I think. I like it. Oh, I didn't like it. I'm going to sort of bookmark this by talking about a football-related product that I'm annoyed by at the moment. Uh, I am, going back to my youth, but I have the World Cup Panini sticker album. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now, on a related football note, I've got on the England team. I've got Phil Foden left to get. If I can't find him in there, I can pack it. I'm going to have to just buy it online. I think I'm someone I could say I bought Phil Foden online in an online auction for 99p. Uh, it's uh, you wouldn't mind his wage packet though, would you? I'd pay him in crisps <laughs> and and mirth. Yeah. <laughs> I'd pay him in crisps and mirth. <laughs> Do you remember when you used to get prizes in crisps? And cereal. Oh, cereal. cereal. Toys and cereal, yeah. I I remember um, talking of Star Wars. (laughs) Star Wars Episode 1 came out, and you got the, uh, in the Kellogg's, you got the little um, busts of various characters. They had a little... Oh, yeah! Yeah, yeah. Um, I was thinking about those the other day, because I'm sure I've got a complete set um, in my mum's loft. Right. Well, you're thinking about where to find your Gungan. We better um, 
we had <laughs> we better draw this to a close. Yes, we had. Well, I mean, we've gone we've gone deep. We've gone deep this one. Yeah, we have. We've tried. <laughs> we've tried We've tried to put a funny spin on it, all though. I mean, some of it is. I mean, this is this is the point. It's serious stuff. But do you, do you feel cleansed from sort of having a bit of a getting off your like, chest? I feel like I've got a lot off my chest. I yeah. feel like I certainly think up another five topics if need be as well. I'm, I'm in that. I'm in. I'm in the rant zone at the moment. But, uh, <laughs> well, I good place to, to call it a day. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Well, thank you very much for taking your time to, to just talk rubbish with me. It's a long, yeah, I haven't seen you for a long time. We're meeting up soon anyway, so you can get yes, me for yeah. yeah, thank you very much for, for having me on to, to rant away. My pleasure. My pleasure. Um, the next time we're doing a bit of a food special, is there anything that uh, you want to rant about food quickly before we go? Uh, food. Um, Monge 2. What's up Monge 2. Uh, do you know what? We'll leave it there. We don't need to say anything else there. Monster, we'll stop with that. Yeah. Fair enough. Right, well, on that bombshell. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so if you want to write, if, you, if you're affected by any of the things discussed in this podcast, <laughs> please please tweet the show at Rantomeisters. Tweet me at Witticisms of Ben. And we will see you again next time. Bye. <laughs>